Welcome to the Context Podcast, sponsored by Geist Interactive. I'm your host, Jeremy Brown. The FileMaker community is alive and well. It is strong and growing. It thrives in various forums across the internet, in meetups across the country, in conferences the world over, in YouTube videos, and in FBA development shops. Its members give their time to help others learn the platform and understand the concepts of FileMaker. With well-thought responses, demo files, and occasional debates, FileMaker developers work to spread the knowledge around. Big Tom again joins me today to talk about the community. We identify the parts and talk about the strengths of each. Tom is a big part of the online forum community, and he's had experience with conferences around the world. Listen in and hear about the strong FileMaker community. Hey, welcome, Tom. Welcome back to the Context Podcast. How are you today? I'm doing good, Jeremy. Uh, thanks for having me back. Yeah, it's always good to uh, have repeat guests. And uh, your last episode, people liked. So uh, I thought, eh, I guess I'll have him back on. So, you know. Nice. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, I brought you on, actually, um, because the... One of the things that's been in my mind for a while has been the FileMaker community. And I actually have met you primarily through the FileMaker community. We started interacting, answering questions back and forth, and then chatting on um, Slack channels and such. And it was like a couple of years uh, after we started interacting that we actually met at DevCon, which unfortunately I forgot about. Um, <laughs> and a lot of people actually that I've met through the community first, through the FileMaker community first, and it occurs to me that that is a it is a um, an interesting place to be. So I wanted to to talk with you about. In fact, I met both of my uh, my former and my current boss through the community before I actually started working for them. So I the 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 FileMaker community to me is a, a great place to be, and I wanted to talk with you about it. Rosemary from Claris. International was uh, with me in a previous episode, and she talked about how the how they see the community and how it's changing and growing and such. So I wanted to bring you on and talk about the community. Does that sound good? Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, <laughs> you know, the community for me was, um, yeah. when I was new, it was a go-to thing. Um, it, it was a different yeah. incarnation back then. There was, um, there was a community, and then there was also... Um, TechNet, which was sort of a separate, you know, higher level sort of, you know, program that uh, I believe back then only came with a developer subscription or, you know, it started out as FBA only. And then <clears throat> Claris decided to, you know, to make some changes and, you know, consolidate all those things into one space. And that actually worked out really well. But, you know, when I first you know, got into FileMaker and doing things and I, I wanted, I had questions, right? You know, the community was the support group, whether it was, you know, the official, you know, FileMaker forum community or uh, other outlets, you know, the, the community was really supportive and that, that was very interesting to me. Yeah. So we'll get into specifics yeah. in a bit here, but I think of the community in three ways. I think of it as alive, there's a ton of different places and different parts of the community. It's actually really strong. The community is strong in that developers are willing to help each other out and give of their time and put together presentations and answer questions and, and you know provide videos. And it's 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 really active. You know, it may not be active in the scale that a JavaScript community is or Salesforce or whatever, but it is. For the 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 corner of the market that we have, for the number of developers, it's a pretty active community. So I look at it as strong. Uh, what did I say? Uh, active and alive. Yeah. So how would you <laughs> describe the community in general, the FileMaker community in general? I would describe it as you know dynamic. You know, this goes along with like alive. It, it's very fluid, right? Like, and, and it, people there, like, there's there's all all walks of life. You've got people who've been involved in all different kinds of industries. Like, it's f just full. I guess that would be the the thing. It, it's full. 
full. Yeah, it's full. It's full of different opinions, different perspectives. Um, it's got a lot of that. Um, I, mm-hmm. I don't know an exact adjective to describe it. If you if you think of one that, that kind of gets my point across, then then that'd be good. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think it's very full. Is it friendly? Just generally friendly? You know, it's very friendly. And I've been yeah. involved in various communities and, and forums over my internet existence and uh you know anywhere from any industry you know outside of it or data or you know programming even including those the filemaker community is the most friendly that i've experienced today's episode is brought to you by auto automatic server to server file migration In the past, the process of deploying FileMaker files has been tough and error-prone for developers. The many-step and time-consuming process made us wary of using a development and production server setup. Instead, we would just develop live on the client's system. Luckily, Otto is here for FileMaker developers to use. It takes all the hassle and humanness out of the equation. We can now set up our development process correctly. Auto is an automatic server-to-server file migration process. One click of a button inside the auto migrator file or a file of your own making, and auto will back up and close both the development and live files. It will then move the development file over to the production server as the new live file, migrate the data from the old live file to the new one, then open up the new live file with all of your changes. And it does all of this very fast. And Auto does so much more than that. Auto uses the data migration tool and the FileMaker developer API. The Auto Migrator file is fully made in FileMaker, so you can use these tools in Auto to completely customize your own setup. Check out the Auto demo at geistinteractive.com. See how fast it will transfer a demo file from your development to production server. Auto, automatic server-to-server file migration. Yeah, I, I agree. And we can talk specifics yeah. about that later. But um, so why don't we start by you telling us um, the different parts of the community that you see? Um, just hit those high level things and then we'll we'll spend the rest of our time, you know, talking about each one of them, getting specific. So what are the main um, parts of the community? Well, I think, you know, the, the community has membership, right? Um, it has active members, right? So that's a big part of it. Um, and those, and you can interact with the members because there are forums, there are user groups, there are conferences, there's various websites. Um, we've got FBAs who are sort of a, you know, a subgroup in the community that's, you know, that's a little different and how we, we interact with, with them. Do you, so you would consider my site, Geist Interactive, part of the community because we're, Absolutely. we're providing free resources and, and, and help out along the way, right? Yeah, I think it's an interesting thing the way the, the community puts it together. But of course, um, you know, the Geist site is providing a lot of information for people. And I think that that's important. Let's start by defining the community. What is the purpose of the FileMaker community? Um, in your mind, Tom, we've I've we've mentioned some 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 adjectives and such, but what is its purpose? You know, a community in general, like it's a really broad purpose, right? It really needs to provide information, um, but the FileMaker community, more so, it provides support, it provides information, it provides education, it provides a means for the community to interact with Claris directly in some way that they recognize that allows feedback back to the product that, you know, provides better development and sends, you know, sends user and developer input, you know, into Claris so that they can make decisions on where the product goes for how people are using it. And I think that covers most, most of it. Um, You know, and then the other important part is interaction, you know, communication, uh, be- between the membership of the community. That's to me, that's a big part of it. I remember when I was learning FileMaker and, and I, I was all by myself in a school. Um, 
no one else in my in my school environment knew about FileMaker, and I didn't have anywhere really to turn until I discovered the community, and that became a place that I could go and ask questions, um, where I could eventually learn about the user group in the in Denver where I was was, was located at the time, and it just it 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 kind of enveloped me. <clears throat> If that if that's a kind of a weird way to say it, but it it really sucked me in and allowed me to be a part and and be supported as I was learning. And um, you know, when I started asking questions, and then my first time at DevCon, and then my first user groups. Um, so it it was a very great support structure uh, for learning for learning this platform. The community is composed of all the parts that we we've mentioned. Um, the the, the online forums, you mentioned DevCon, you mentioned the user groups, you mentioned FBA members and, and, and their sites. Did I miss anything? I think, I think that's the core of it. I, I mean, you know, there's, and there's yeah. subgroups all through the community that, that get together, you know, in local areas that are, you know, sometimes there's digital only user groups and, you know, it's it seems that that members try to gather where they can and and communicate how they can at different levels in the community which is wonderful yeah. and there are uh there are little nonprofits and big nonprofits popping up all over now to continue to support the community i mean what 3 or 4 years ago we didn't have women innovating together um we didn't have uh the new one join table um, and both of that, those groups have been on our, our, on the podcast. And uh, we also have Pause on Air, which is a sort of a, a second conference uh, or a, an additional conference that, that people can go to. So all of these things are what we would consider the FileMaker community, right? Absolutely. Good. So um, let's, let's, let's dive into these and just talk specifically about them. The biggest one uh, would be the, the FileMaker community itself, the online forums, whether it's the official one or other ones. Uh, why don't you uh, tell me what you've learned about about these online forums? The online forums are, are a really good place. And that's really the initial interaction for most users when they get involved yeah. in the community. It was for me. You know, it was for me. It was for you. It, for a lot of people, that's what it is. I would say the other you know entry point would be user groups. But focusing on the sites... Um, you know, they, they provide a place to interact and the, the members are really polite for the most part. You know, there's, there's not a lot of yelling and screaming, uh, you know, people get passionate about FileMaker and sometimes that leads to, you know, interesting conversations, but I think that the passion is important and I think that it stays moderated really well. And by moderated, I mean, self-moderated. Um, I think so we have the FileMaker community itself, which is community.filemaker.com. Uh, are there any other online forums that people um, should be aware the of? FM forums that have been pretty active. Those are the two big ones, but there are plenty of other sites, uh, other online forums that that FileMaker members can become, you know, a part of and be in a in a community, right? Um, Let's talk about the FileMaker community. You mentioned it's a it's a it's friendly, um, and I would definitely agree with that. When I I'll just say my first experiences when I was again learning FileMaker, I learned about the community. I think I joined in two thousand. What when did I join? Actually, I'll look it up. But I joined two thousand ten or nine, well after I had started my FileMaker development. I was able to ask questions in my sort of stumbling manner where I wasn't clear and I wasn't um, too specific and and people were able to decipher what I was trying to say and get to the heart of the question. I, As I looked back in some of my old um, questions and the answers, I didn't get a whole lot of judgment about the way that I chose. And I, I really appreciate that about the community in that I may not have picked the right method or the quote best method, but somebody was able to help me where I was at. And uh, to me, that's a great part of starting in the community. You don't run and judge someone's methods right away. You meet them where they're at. And then you, once they have the problem solved, they try to 
you can try to point them in the quote right direction or point out why this may not scale or or perform well. That's the one thing that really drew me to the FileMaker community was that there wasn't a lot of judgment um, in the community, um, you know, and especially on the FileMaker um, community site. The users there, when I was, you know, first getting started and asking some questions, there were things that, you know, obviously now I look back and go, oh my gosh, like, how did I even ask that question? It was so silly. But mm-hmm. um, there's mm-hmm. there was never a lot of like condescending comments or, you know, rude things or uh, a lot of stuff that said, oh, you know, people ask this 50 times, go look for it, right? You see that a lot on other communities and it seems like the FileMaker community really does a good job and sort of pays it forward in a way where they treat each question as if it was like fresh and new and they, they really care and they really want to, you know, interact and help and, and engage with people that way and not turn them away by giving them, you know, kind of a response that's not as helpful. Yeah. I, I, I like that idea of paying forward. I, I feel like I'm doing that now. I learned FileMaker a lot. I, I figured out right a lot of good practices on the community through the different places. And now I'm trying to get in there and, and also, you know, pay forward, uh, helping people uh, learn FileMaker and get their questions answered. I appreciate that. I don't know why. I'm, I was trying to think of why this is the case for the FileMaker community. Why is it different than other other online forums? Is it because we're smaller? Is it because we are kind of, well, here's what I think, Tom. I think that we all started stumbling into FileMaker. We all started in the same place. And even though some of us have been here for 20 or so years, we all started in the exact same place. None of us went to school for this, for FileMaker development. Like you, you know, you can't, you can do, you can go to school for JavaScript development. You can't really for FileMaker. So because we all started from the same humble roots, we're all kind of bonded together and we kind of have a kinship that uh, <laughs> overrides some of, you know, some uh, some egos and such. What you do you know, think? I think that that's a, a big part of it. Um, the, you know, that it starts small, um, the, you know, compared to JavaScript or, you know, Visual Studio or any similar, you know, comparable you know, community Linux communities, these things, they, they're, they're really massive. There's this sense of um, impersonal interaction. And I think that the FileMaker community in general tends to hold on to, you know, these are people, you know, these are real people taking their time. And it's a different mindset because I know that people come to the FileMaker community from these other communities and in other industries and other areas and they understand what those communities are but when they come to the filemaker community they very quickly recognize like this is a different place and my opinion and and it sounds a little weird but i think that the general demeanor of the community likely started because of of apple and how apple works um you know when you look at things hmm. like uh, WWDC uh, with Apple. It's it's interesting, right? Because you see all these people who get together and people really care and people really tend to be supportive in in Apple since forever, right? And I think because Apple was really just a small subset when it was, you know, when it was young okay. and people really bonded together around the need to to help grow Apple as a company in general. And, and I think that a lot, you know, when, you know, through the course of events, right. As, as Apple came to, you know, acquire uh, what is now Claris and the FileMaker product, uh, you know, I think a lot of that just sort of trickled down through people that were involved with Apple. And then by virtue of that, were involved with, you know, Claris and the FileMaker product. And, and that in, I will say a lot of people have, you know, conferences, right? There's the, the WordPress conference, right? And so, you know, things like that, all these conferences always have a lot of rah, rah, sort of, you know, our platform is great situation. But 
<laughs> the mentality is still a little bit different, right? It's just different. It's, it's not the same. One of our advantages at the moment is that we are smaller. You know, the, the community is small. The people that I talk with in the, in the online FileMaker communities, whether it's the, the FileMaker community or the FM forums one, I actually see a lot of those people at DevCon. So it's, it, our advantage is that it's small. We can develop a stronger community when we meet each other. We can be then more willing to help each other out. And I, I think all of that, it'll be interesting to see how, as the community grows, how does, these, this, how does, it, how does it change our behavior? How does it change the experience I of being in so the community? I think so far, it's managed really well with the growth that it's had you know, even over the past 10 years, right? Um, I think it's, it's managed really well with the growth and still keeping the good interaction and intent of the community and not getting out of handle. And so I have good faith that it's going to continue in that direction. I know when you interact online, and sometimes you get people who get a little testy, you know, online and, uh, you know, say some things that maybe they shouldn't. And you know, the community is really good at coming in and saying, hey, you know, this, is, this isn't this is really the place where, where we talk like that, you know, like, just just be, be a little better. And people seem to respond to that really well. And that's amazing, right? People just sometimes get a little reminder and they're like, oh, okay, this, this is a good place. It's a happy place. <laughs> so the FileMaker community is set up where you can go and ask you, you can ask a question and people respond. It's a typical forum. Uh, you know, it may have some changes. It may be a little bit different than others. But the basic idea is that someone logs in and asks a question. You see new to FileMaker people all the time. You see veterans of FileMaker. They're asking questions and then people people answer the questions. Do you find a lot of value in people's questions? Do you see... <laughs> When you ask one, do you get a lot of good responses? Do you see great responses uh, on other questions? I do. I do. And, you know, when yeah. I ask questions, yeah. you know, the responses are great, right? They're always great. You know, I think that the responses that you get, you know, especially from veterans, like they see through your question and they go, well, that's not really the problem, is it? <laughs> and they, they tend to not just answer your question directly, but cause you to take a look at, well, why do you have this question? And is there a way that you could do something different and that this doesn't become, you know, a problem you need to solve anymore? And so those sort of insightful things, it's, it's almost like a training of how to think in terms of FileMaker and best practices. And that's another unique thing that, that happens in the FileMaker community. What happens when, you know, I'm just viewing online in the FileMaker community and looking at people's questions. Some of them are pretty interesting, right? Like I deal with a lot of things, but there are other people out there that, that try to do things or in industries trying to solve, um, you know, a problem in the workplace. And, and I haven't seen it before. And I see questions, I go, wow, that, how would I do that, right? Like, if I had that problem, how would I do it? Mm -hmm. And that leads me into sometimes, like, I'll, I'll spend, like, 10 minutes, like, oh, man, what, what if I did this? And what about this? And it, it spurs my own creativity to think about something that I hadn't thought about before. And then once I've sort of thought about that, it goes in my tool belt, right? Like, and I can use that later and reference it and also give my, you know, my opinions to, you know, to the person asking the question. I uh, remember just in the last year and a half, I think, year maybe, is learning about fast summaries from somebody else's uh, question and an answer that was given. And I, I was astounded by that. Um, not astounded in that I learned it, but that, you know, it was there and I was able to pick up on it and, and fully understand it from the answer. So it's probably worth <laughs> even veterans and beginners going through the uh, questions and just just reading through the question and all of the responses. Absolutely, right? you know, it's it's really just to just to sort of watch <laughs> and log in online and keep up to date. Just browse and see what's new 
and see what people are talking about, see what questions people yeah. have. You're going, even if you're not trying to get an answer to a specific question, you're going to learn something. Um, you're you're going to come away with a different perspective. And that's always good. FM forums is another one where people can go and sign up and, and learn. Um, that, that I like, I like that it's broken up into the different areas. The, the file, each of the FileMaker versions has its own area. There's a calculations area and, there's a lot of good questions being um, written and answered there as well. So overall, the, the, the forum space of the community is a great place for FileMaker developers of all experiences to participate, to ask questions, to answer questions, and to, um, you know, just to get support. I, from I think others. it's a good, it's a good place. And the, yeah. you know, the FM forums are, are really good because you have a lot of people there and there's a lot of good discussion there. I would say the one very interesting twist to the FileMaker community site is that you also have interaction from uh, Claire's staff there, and it's it's really right. it's really good, right? And aside from the interaction with the Claire's staff, there's a lot of articles written by membership about certain situations, and it's it's great for support documents. FM forums has amazing support documents on the FM forums. There's a lot of, you know, white papers about, you know, when new versions come out and new processes mm -hmm. and, and those are just indispensable, right? Like you, you get your hands on those and you really understand. And, you know, when, you know, when Wim or, you know, especially when Wim and Mr. Blackwell get together and, you know, get something done, just the information and the usability of it is amazing. And a lot of that stuff, you know, lives as uh, FM forum documents and is also, uh, you know, support articles in the FileMaker community site. Who are the people that you, that come to your mind when you think of the FileMaker community? Just, you know, tell us their, their usernames. Uh, you mentioned Wim DeCourt, you mentioned Stephen Blackwell. Um, I see you on there. Who else do you... I think that see on there. You know, that's part of, and that's part of the great thing about the FileMaker community, is that I would say you get the the big names, right? The the super veterans um, that have been there forever and really understand the product and what's going on. Um, they're right there and they participate. And I would say you have uh, Wim's Court. There's uh, Stephen Blackwell. Uh, Todd Geist, um, you know, he's super busy, but he does pop in when, when he can and, and gets involved. Uh, Christian from Monkey Bread is, is really there um, a lot to help people out uh, with a lot of his experience. Um, uh, Mike Beersy is, you know, from Mainspring currently. Um, he's there with a lot of information and and these people are a lot of them are fbas they're platinum fbas these people have so much experience and so much insight it's just super valuable and when i compare the filemaker community to other communities in general just having these people available is amazing i um was thinking about the people and uh they're here here are some that i i come to my mind um the person's username is comment. Um, he has a lot of great advice on calculations. I'm pretty impressed with just his ability to create a calculation. I don't, I assume he does it in FileMaker, but he can come up with any calculation to solve any problem. So that's, that's one person. There's um, Lemtech. I've, I've seen him be very, very uh, active. I've seen, oh, well, Big Tom, uh, some guy named Big Tom is in there once in a while, um, helping out and tagging people. So yeah, it's uh, <laughs> there's a lot of people in here. I'm actually looking, I, I went into my profile in the community as we were talking and I found a question that I asked um, back March 19th, 2013. <laughs> and it's embarrassing to look at this, but the question was, help me better understand primary keys. So I wrote up a, a description about it and I I, I was just wondering, do, do, does every table need a primary key? I, you know, I understand. I guess I understood at the time we need them for relationships, but um, it was an interesting question. And the, the discussion that followed was pretty, pretty awesome. It, 
people gave a lot of good responses uh, about having primary keys. Lemtech, Stephen Hudson, Wim DeCourt was 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 answering the questions. So David Jandro was answering. So it was really good to it's really good to look back uh, six years ago and see uh, uh, an embarrassing question that I asked, but but the, I think the uh, good discussion. When that, I first got followed. started in FileMaker, you know, my SQL experience was was very limited. You know, I understood it. You know, the basics of it, and I think one name that we we left off earlier. And of a person that was super helpful to me when I first got started was um, Beverly. Yeah, and I, I don't know how we, you know, no, we, we, of course, we passed yeah. over her, but she's just this constant thing. And, you know, like like other people in the community that is always there with so much experience and um, a lot of good advice and opinions. Yep, yeah. <laughs> wow, I'm looking at my questions. I'm pretty embarrassed by these questions, but... You know, that's, we all start like that, right? And we all ask questions that now seem a little bit, we could answer ourselves pretty well, right? But again, even six, seven years ago, people were not judging my questions. Um, it was, it's very nice to read the, all the support that was, that was given. So um, I try to do that now with, with people who come in here. And I, I think we, we touched on this, but what I like and what I encourage in the community is that even if someone comes to us with a question that we don't we don't agree with what they're thinking right now, but if we if we see from our experience view that they are not on the track that's going to help them scale or perform well, we don't immediately shoot them down. I don't see any of that. Maybe maybe once in a while I see that, but overwhelmingly the support is let's get your question answered and then let's lead you in the right direction. So I appreciate that because as I look at my questions from six, seven years ago, I don't think I would be around still if people were judging my questions, right? And judging my methods out of ignorance. <laughs> I didn't know the right way. And uh, people were, yeah, the were other thing just that taking happens, me where right? I'm at. And, so. and I think that this is, this is a good segue into you know, other parts of the FileMaker community in general is that when you're communicating online, then yep. as you communicate for a bit with someone, eventually, you know, someone sends a message and says, someone sends a message and says, hey, just get with me at DevCon, show up, like, let's sit down. And then it turns into this thing of yeah. like, oh, DevCon, like, yeah. why would I go to that? That sounds like, like for advanced people and like, you know, hardcore veterans of FileMaker and the, um, or, you know, DEF CON or Claris Engage. So when you, when you go to this conference, it's not just for, you know, experienced veterans. It's for, it's for all people. And it becomes this place where, Oh, you know, I met that person. I understand them. You know, I, I, I understand where they're coming from and they have, you know, people are really willing to talk at DevCon about a lot more than they get into online. You know, they, they share a lot more experiences. They get to talking and you learn a lot more about the actual person. And that's huge, right? You don't really get that as much in other communities in other areas. What was your first DevCon year? I don't remember. <laughs> um, it, it was it, it, uh, my first DevCon was in Vegas, but there was a lot of them in Vegas. Um, I think it might have been the year before the okay. last year in Vegas. So, two thousand. Let's see. Uh, I think they yes. were there two thousand fifteen and sixteen. Yeah, yeah. I was in Arizona because Arizona and, was yeah. So fifteen or sixteen um, was my was my first one, and I just okay. got excited about it. I was like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna go right. This filemaker thing is cool, and the thing that really yeah. drew me to it was that it wasn't just a conference, but they had training right and the the training sounded good to me because i felt i needed it <laughs> and it was helpful so mm -hmm. i did a training day i did the conference i you know i was able to see people that i had only seen a username you know in the online community and the staff of of uh, filemaker at the time but you know the claris staff at DevCon are accessible, right? I mean, they have, you know, speak with engineering and they have under the hood sessions and you can ask all these questions and it's amazing. 
right? The, the actual interaction that you get to have with people and with Claris International about the product and, you know, what it is and how it works so that you can better understand how to do development. And that's, that's amazing. I, I don't see much of anywhere else. It's very unique. My first DevCon was 2012. It was in Miami Beach. And I was blown away by it. I Again, I came by myself. I met David Jandro online in the community. We shared a room and that, you know, to help cut costs. And that was great because I actually got to meet somebody from the community. But that week was pretty amazing. It, it blew my mind in what I could learn. And I've written about this, I think, most years since DevCon. I've written about it on um, my blog post site and over at Saliant site. Um, about just the the power of of your of your of of FileMaker DevCon of the of the conference. So um, I wish it were longer. I kind of wish it were longer. What do you think? Do you wish it were longer, or has it been just right for you? It's it's an interesting. I liked it when it had the extra day. Um, it felt a little better. Um, the the new format that that it's taken at the conference is interesting it seems to work i feel that for you know for taking the trip getting there and you know being committed to you know the filemaker platform for x number of days it was nice to just kind of have that extra day mm-hmm. that it was a little longer um, for me that's my opinion i i appreciated that and i feel like you you get just a little bit more if you could get more out of it and maybe that'll come back as as you know, as attendance grows even more, because in my experience, attendance at, um, you know, at the conference is, yep. you know, keeps going up. Um, in my experience, the the attendance at the training days keeps going up. I mean, you can talk a little bit about that. You've done a few training days over the past couple of years. How's that looked for you in terms of attendance and how many people actually come to the training? Well, um, the, the DevCons that I've done training at have been I think pretty successful. It, it, it's tough. I've, I've focused on JavaScript and that's, that's a little bit, you know, it's, it's definitely outside of FileMaker. So there's a lot more things you have to depend on like code editors and, and the web viewer and all this stuff. But uh, every year that I've seen the trainings, whether I've done them or, or um, helped in them, they've been filled with people who are interested in learning FileMaker or a technology adjacent to it. So I loved them. I know that they're, um, they're a long time for, for preparation. They're a long day, but um, I think it's valuable because you can focus. Usually they're, they're, there's a lot of people that you can talk to and get help from, a lot of assistance. So yeah, they're extremely valuable. And I'm, I'm excited to see what they do. Uh, Rosemary mentioned a few changes that they're going to be making here and for the next year. And I'm excited to see more what, what they could do. I personally would like them longer. Um, people say you get overwhelmed and yes, but there are plenty of ways to get some downtime, right? Um, so if you need a break, <laughs> you can go off by the pool or, or something and just enjoy some quiet. You can attend a, a, a party, you know, or a dinner or something <clears throat> that's part of the DevCon. So I prefer, I wish they were a little bit longer. The other thing that's really nice about the conference um, is now that they're releasing pretty much all of the content, you know, all of the session recordings that they can, you know, there's a few that aren't recorded and I I think people understand that, but every session that's recorded, um, you know, used to only be provided to people who attended the conference, but now it's available to everyone. Um, So if you, if, if you decide like, oh, hey, I, you know, I'm, I'm tired. I, I pretty much get this. I, I, I may want to just go take a break for 10 minutes. You can get the recording. You come back and, and look at what you missed or, you know, catch up. Like, it's not a huge loss. And I think that Claris has done a really good job at making that information available to everyone. And I don't think that that diminishes the value of the conference no, there, itself. No, there's so much value in sitting around a bar talking with FileMaker people, right? Um, yeah. You can't do that on YouTube and watching I, the YouTube videos, right? <laughs> right. And it's not isolated just to, you know, the North American Oh, yeah. What other ones are there? Um, you know, FileMaker, FileMaker has a conference in Europe that's 
um, they have a conference in Europe. They have, I, I guess, what they call the APAC conference now in um, Australia has been um, a recent place that, that it is where, you know, people from, you know, Southeast Asia, Australia can get together and do, do a conference there. And uh, there's also a conference specific to Japan, which I've oh, been nice. to a few times. And that is, you know, that was, that was pretty good. It's, it wasn't as big as the North American conference, but you know, lots of great people, um, lots of information. They've had a couple of developers speak in Japan, um, you know, with, you know, full translation and earphones, like on the fly, like that was pretty amazing to just see that, you know, the dedication to, to bring opinions from, you know, across the globe to, you know, to express the Japanese developers. Is it worth me or anybody from the States going to, uh, um, another conference you mentioned you were at the Japan conference how, how valuable was it for you as a, as a English speaking American? Well, as an English speaking American, I think that even when you go to Europe, like there are a lot of people that speak English. Um, you know, you go anywhere in the world and, and English is a, is a pretty dominant language. It's universal. Um, you know, so that helps a little bit. Uh, and, and people care, you know, and I think that when you get into an, an area that isn't yours and you're, you're from a different country, people get very interested in your perspective about FileMaker. They want to talk to you about it. They want to see, you know, how you might do things. And, you know, cause I think geographically, even though we have the internet, like when people interact, like they're kind of stuck with like how they do things, right? Like, you know, Europe has the way that they do, you know, taxes and accounting and, and, and things that are sort of native to, to what they do. And, and other countries have, have the same thing, but when you can bring a perspective that, you know, well, you know, Hey, we, we do it like this in general, and you don't see a lot of that online, you know, cause you don't really get into, into that too much. Sometimes we go, Oh, well, <clears throat> Sometimes people just say, oh, well, it's different where I'm from and we handle things differently, so we have to do it this way. There's not a whole lot of discussion about it, but I think it's really good in general for anyone to just travel the world if possible. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the other thing that people need to understand is the conferences in Europe and uh, APAC or Asia Pacific and in Japan, the cost of those conferences is... uh, very low or free. Huh. Um, I, I I know that the conference in Japan, uh, the few times I went there, there was no cost for it. I mean, if you had to get your own hotel room, right? Like wherever the conference was, but uh, to actually attend there, there wasn't a cost to, you know, show up and sit and listen and participate and talk to people. And, you know, so for, you know, to going to these other conferences, the, you know, there's cost of travel, but you don't have the same, you know, sort of conference cost. Of course, it's shorter, usually only one or two days. Um, the, there's no, you know, food included there, you know, just, it doesn't have, of course, when you, when you pay for, you know, the, you know, the conference in North America, it, it comes with all kinds of things, right. Um, that, that you that you don't get at the other smaller conferences but i think i think that's fair but you know going to the conferences it's easy to do it's easy to participate all right so the community consists of the forums it consists of the devcon conference and we'll talk more about that as as the new claris engage is is announced and the details are are given out um so but but also the community is made up of the of the different uh, user groups around the country. Um, do you have a user group that you attend? No? no, is it there's just not one in your area? I travel okay. a lot, so I, it's it's difficult. There's there's nothing in my home area, so to speak, and um, usually when I'm I'm bouncing about, um, I. You know, if there is one in the area, it, they're, they're not meeting in the time that I'm there. And so that's, I, I haven't been to an actual user group meeting, 
but um, I've listened to some of them that are recorded. Uh, some user groups do live streams and you know allow people to participate remotely and take questions through the live stream chat and like so to think that you always have to show up to the user group although that's probably a really good thing to do um you you don't have to really be there to kind of participate you know especially for these user groups that do do live streams and and have a chat and you know take opinions and uh questions you know in in that way as well you know that's really interesting that you know, the community in general really values opinions and questions and insight enough that they want to live stream their user group meeting and get remote people to be, participate. Like they care that much about mm -hmm. it. And I think that's really good. Tony White on Tony White Designs has a uh, map of all of them. And I did a quick count. There's about uh, roughly 30 user groups around the country. Um, there are many states without a user group, unfortunately, and uh, I think that Claris is trying to um, fix that problem the best they can. But uh, but there's quite a few of them, and I pulled up a couple of them, and I'd like to. It, it's just it's interesting to look at their their um, their meetings, their topics. Um, here's one from Birmingham, Alabama. Um, they've they've done sessions on making themes and styles pop. And they talk about backups. Almost every user group talks about uh, FileMaker Cloud that just came out. And then the, the last FileMaker de developer conference. Um, many of them talk about the workplace innovation platform. Um, let's see here, let's look at another one. This is the FM Pug Minnesota uh, that meets in Minneapolis at uh, Lumen Fire. They talk about cloud. They talk about uh, what else do they talk about? Um, Carson Lynn came and, and showed them some stuff on Widget Studio. I was up there a couple of years ago doing some JavaScript work, of course. Uh, what else do we got here? Um, flexible user authorization. So there's 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 a lot of a lot of these companies, a lot of these user groups. The user groups are a great place for people to come to their local group, if there's one close by, and learn more about FileMaker. Each month, the, the topics are different, and there's a lot of people there that have some good knowledge of all levels of FileMaker. So the, the user groups are a great place to become part of the community as well. Um, when, I, when I lived in Denver, I was part of the Denver user group there, and we actually did workshops. We didn't actually just do presentations, but we, we did hands-on stuff. Every month was a couple hour workshop. We, we spent two hours building JSON uh, with scripts and, and parsing JSON with scripts and such. So we've done that. And we've done some, of course, JavaScript stuff um, because I was leading that. One time we, we did some work on transactions um, record life cycle kind of thing. So, um, yeah, the user groups are a great place to get to know folks and to, to be part of the, the FileMaker community. I think another good part of the community that, that people don't really see, and it really sort of focuses on, you know, the user, the community in general, you know, there are users there, but I would say a vast majority of it are developers, right? Yeah. And, and a lot of them are user developers, but, uh, you know, when you sort of think of the community, it's they don't have developers, but ultimately the end users are also part of the community. And Claris provides a customer story program that really showcases how people use FileMaker. And that's really good. And I think that it's really inspiring, you know, to see what people have done with FileMaker and how successful the actual users are with it. And I know some of them that, you know, some of them used to just have photos and, you know, some write-ups and now they've, you know, in recent years done a lot more videos and, you know, had a little more interaction and explanation about how their implementation of FileMaker works for what they need. And, that's also part of the community because it really brings the end users in connected with, you know, with the world and explains that, you know, they're, they're really part of it too. 
there's so many parts to it. It's, it's a good feeling to be part of this community that we're all striving to solve customer problems. We're all striving to innovate in our workplace. And we are, we're a smaller group. Hopefully it will grow, but it's, it's really a good feeling to be part of this community. When I was, before I joined the professional FileMaker world, I was just an in-house developer. And the only place I could talk FileMaker was in the community. And uh, you talk about what you love, right? So, um, you know, my friends and family were bored by my discussions of calculations and best practices, but the community loved that kind of stuff. So it's great to be a part of the community. And we both agree that it's a strong community. It's it's a place where you, people are going to learn more about FileMaker. They're going to get a lot of different opinions, but they're going to pick up on the best practices and the quote, right way to do things. And that's the strength of the community is that that there means that the community is strong. That's my soapbox. That's not a question. I was just saying some things. <laughs> what else do you I agree? I agree. I agree. I would say that if you're serious about FileMaker and, you know, as a developer, participating in the community is going to help you be really successful, you know, successful in design, um, you know, successful in, in business, uh, you know, it, it really is a, a huge, huge asset. Um, to the FileMaker platform in general. And it's amazing that it's evolved to be what it is now. Exactly, exactly. So we encourage people to join the FileMaker community, to be an active part of it, to answer questions, to ask questions, to um, to attend the user groups if there's one close by, to attend Claris Engage coming up here in, um, what is it? I think late July or early August of 2020. So we at, here at Geist Interactive and Big Tom here himself in, encourages us to be part of the community. Another great part of the FileMaker community are the FBA partners. I think that people don't realize how valuable they are. And a lot of FBA partners offer training and some of them specialize in training. And it's, it's a really good asset to FileMaker developers who maybe can't get to the, um, you know, the conference trainings and they can find an FBA and schedule a training and, and really get some good in-depth insight into how FileMaker works and some of the best practices. Oh, yeah. The FBA is a big part of the community. How could I forget about that? Geist Interactive is a platinum FBA member and we work to give to the community. Heck, that's part of my job and why we do this podcast. Well, thank you, Tom, for your insight about the community. I appreciate your contributions. And again, please come back whenever you'd like and we can chat some more. Okay, thanks, Jeremy. And that brings us to the end of another episode of the Context Podcast. I want to thank Big Tom for his insights into the alive and strong and active community. Tom is a big part of it, so you should follow him if you don't already. Please take a moment to rate and review us where you're listening right now and reach out. Email us at support at geistinteractive.com with a general question or a topic idea. Give us a topic and we'll find the best guest to help us understand. Until next week, remember, the Context Podcast is king.